welcome to another brand new episode of Talent Talks. Today, I'm joined alongside Sabine Demkowski, managing partner of Better Boards, the company that is credited to have taken board audits, reviews, and board development programs to the next level. Sabine, welcome to the show today. Great to have you on. Hey, fantastic to be with you. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, we're going to delve into those seven hallmarks of effective boards. And I think right now, having the discussion about the effectiveness of boards is really um, a really intriguing topic, Sabine. And, um, you know, glad to have you on and, and discuss this. First of all, thank you for having me. And I'm very glad uh, to, to share our findings, our research, and the seven hallmarks of effective boards with your audience. Anything what I tell you today has been through proper peer review processes. Mm-hmm. It has been really through the peer review processes in the United Kingdom, in the United States, and across Europe. So it's properly vetted by academicians, experts, and professional associations. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, it, it definitely got to give you 100% credit for, you know, what you're going to be telling us today. And um, none other than you that we're going to want to hear this from, Sabine. So really looking forward to it. And let's just get right into the first question, because you brought up something about the effectiveness of boards. So generally speaking, would you say most boards at major companies are effective? Well, to be honest, the discussion at the moment goes even further. <laughs> Some uh, some people even question if boards are at all relevant. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, basically, boards are a construct of the last um, century, to be honest. Um, and at the moment, we see in every country failures and scandals. Mm-hmm. You can look to the U.S., um, failures of large organizations. Uh, here in the UK, we had a very large business, Covillian, uh, just failed. Uh, we saw the big scandal with uh, Volkswagen in Germany. Um, so you really wonder, how come that we have these scandals mm-hmm. if we have both? Um, so there is a disconnect, what we are seeing between boards and the know-how that is necessary to be really successful in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Just think about digital, think about cybersecurity. And many people complain, also the media complains, hey, there is a disconnect, these fat cats at the top um, and, and the general workforce, the general uh, consumer on the street. So. There's a big, big discussion, and I think we will see changes in the governance structures um, in the not-too-distant future. So I would say boards play a very crucial role. They provide a good oversight. Mm-hmm. Are they effective? Uh, question mark. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, our research clearly shows they can do more to be more effective. And if they are not becoming more effective, I think the first question will come up again. Are they at all relevant? And is it in the 21st or maybe in the 22nd century that's still necessary to have boards? 
Yeah, and that's a good point, Sabim. And it's about being relevant and about being up to date with the current time that you're entering. And like you mentioned, possibly going into the you know twenty second century, um, you know you need to be able to adapt to everything that's changing around you. And if you're not adapting, you know how is that affecting the company that you're you're you know over overseeing? Now, what makes a board so effective? So I would say, uh, before we dive into the details, three big points. I think it is having an awareness of what is it that makes sports effective. Mm -hmm. Second, to have a good understanding, how am I as a member of a board um, do in relation to these uh, high marks of effective boards? And how do we collectively perform in relation to these high marks? That's a very good point. And I think, yeah, like you mentioned, Sabim, just getting that understanding of, you know, what really makes them more effective will ultimately just lead the board and the company to, you know, having more success going forward. Absolutely. Now, can you briefly just summarize your seven hallmarks of effective boards and which hallmarks would you say is the most effective? So the hallmarks which we will discuss, they are the same regardless of um, industry, regardless if it's the public or private sector, if the organization was listed or not listed or received uh, funds from private equity. So what good looks like is actually very, very similar, and it all centers around um, seven hallmarks of effective sports. Mm -hmm. The first one is the ability to use the strengths of the members. Mm -hmm. Sounds easy, but it isn't. Why? A lot of people might understand in general what their strengths are, but I'm seeing over and over when I'm conducting board evaluations that they get it wrong when they have to think about their strengths in the context of a boardroom. <laughs> and this is, of course, what counts. So what are the specific strengths uh, each director is bringing to the table? Um, and what's the ability of the overall board to really make use of these specific strengths to deal with the challenges in the boardroom. Mm -hmm. The second one is the composition of a board. So globally, there are a lot of discussions around um, women on boards. Yeah. Not that we need more women on boards. Mm -hmm. This is great, but what really counts is diversity of thought. Mm -hmm. um, is do we have the right mix of know-how areas? Do we have the right mix of people in terms of their behavior, in terms of their role behaviors, how they perform in a group setting? So we look in every board evaluation specifically, okay, does the company have the right composition in terms of know-how areas and role behaviors um, in a board setting. And 
the results uh, we get from the data provide very important input for um, for the search industry because with this data you can really specify um, what a headhunter should search for when they when they screen candidates. Third point is clarity of roles and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Again, sounds easy. <laughs> but you know, a lot of board members have a career as an executive mm-hmm. before they join a board. And for them, it is actually quite hard at times to differentiate, hey, what made me strong as an, as an executive is not necessarily relevant now that I'm sitting on a board. Mm-hmm. So they need to understand their roles and responsibilities as a member of a board. Number four is, does the board have a joint vision? Again, you speak with people, of course. Yeah. Superficially, they say, of course, we follow the same vision. But if you dive a bit deeper, you realize that they have different definitions, that they understood the, the vision uh, differently, that they interpret the vision differently, and this is where the trouble starts. So really we look into, uh, are they aligned about one vision? If they are not aligned, it's difficult to really be effective. Mm-hmm. The next one is the ability to resolve conflicts between the board and management. Do you have people who can mediate so that conflicts are not blown out of uh, proportion? Um, The next one is structure and organization of the work of the board. Basically, this is everything from organizing the board meetings to running of the board meetings. Mm -hmm. And the last one are regular reviews and reflections about the work of the board. Mm -hmm. Um, This is where we see the greatest alignment of academic studies. Um, They basically all say if a board takes regular time out to think about how are we working together and how can we make this even better, these boards are more effective than those boards that do not reflect on how they work together. Those are amazing, the seven points, and really, no one really goes through and thinks about those those hallmarks, uh, Sabim. So it's really nice that you're able to address those out, and um, you know, hopefully, people listening in can clue into these, and you know, get a better understanding of what needs to be done with their boards. Now, which one do you think is definitely the most uh, significant, in your opinion? These are the variables that really, really matter in uh, the context of the boardroom. So that makes it so valuable. People should understand these seven hallmarks as levers they can pull in order to be more impactful in the boardroom Mm -hmm. and in order to make boards even more effective. And everything else is maybe interesting but not specific enough for the boardroom. Of course, and I think um, 
it's something that just should definitely go into the minds of, uh, you know, future board members and, you know, current board members that are possibly seeing themselves on their way out. Um, you know, it's just such a, a, a interesting time we're in, Sabim, is how rapid things are changing. Um, and, you know, you have a younger workforce coming into leadership roles. And, you know, you got to yeah. think about how the two different age and mindsets are going to either work together or are they going to clash at, at, uh, at the head and, and really make a, a messy scene here. But, um, you know, I think these hallmarks really will, you know, give people a different kind of understanding to what really a board should be, what should, a board member and a board itself should be looking into. generation is coming in. Mm-hmm. Someone who is now in their 70s, <laughs> yes, they still sit on boards, but businesses are very different today. Yes. Look at all the tech companies uh, that were not around 10, 15 years ago and that shaped uh, our lives today. Mm-hmm. If someone is uh, today in their early, mid-30s, they are already sitting on boards of tech companies. These guys have 30, 40 years ahead of them mm-hmm. where they will sit on boards. They need to have an instrument in order to develop, to become even better in their contributions board, add more value, understand how and where they um at impact, where, where do they have impact? And it's a continuous learning process. Mm-hmm. And that's also what these seven hallmarks provide, i.e. a solid foundation, solid data for a continuous development process of boards and individuals who have really decades of board work ahead of them. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I think really just trying to attract the most, maybe not the the most talented or, you know, most experienced professionals, but ones that are going to give, you know, different mindsets. Like we, we brushed up upon trying to get a diverse board. I think that's a huge thing right now is diversity in the boardroom, trying to get women, trying to get, you know, people of color, because no one wants to see the, you know, the primary white male boardroom anymore i think um you know trying to get different mindsets different viewpoints into a boardroom um really helps attract more um you know more appealing talent absolutely well sabim that's all the time we have for you today i really appreciate you coming on the show and you know getting to discuss this really uh important topic with me brilliant thank you so much for having me yeah of course anytime Alongside Sabim Demkowski, Managing Partner of Better Boards, I'm Andrew Mitchell, and this is Town Talks.